Hey Light Anglers, today is March 25th. My name is Jack and welcome to the daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into that, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in the light angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to focus on the light angle. We want to spread the good news of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of the show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the word of God. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. So... While I was going through the news today, you know, you ever like have a, I don't know if you have a regular news feed that just puts all the news together for you and you just kind of scroll through it. Google does a great job of that. Although Google just finds crap news. But anyway, uh, so that's usually my first go-to. And today, one of the things that popped up has nothing to do with really the world, but it, you know, reminded me of my pops. So, hey dad, this one's for you. <laughs> Man catches record-breaking West Virginia muskie. Yeah, I guess they do musky fishing in West Virginia. Uh, the, so the record fish was 55 inches long and weighed 51 pounds. That's it. All right, guys, that's your show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there you go, Dad. That was just for you. The actual article that I wanted to talk about today is from Yahoo News. And uh, when I first saw the title, I was about to get fired up. I was about to get upset and angry because it, well, it was, it misguided me. So the title is Food Pantries That Give Away Stuff People Can't or Won't Cook Have an Acorn Squash Problem. And so when I saw that title, I was like, what do you mean? If people are going to pantries, they're hungry, they need food, stop complaining and make the food that you're given. Be grateful for it because you're obviously in need of it, uh, you know, and figure it out. Make some food. It's good. It's probably good for you. You know, when Key and I volunteered with uh, Helping Hands Pantry, I mean... You know, sometimes you get people that, you know, wanted a specific type of cereal and you just kind of say, well, I mean, what's going on here? What's wrong with this picture? So reading that title, I started to jump to conclusions, but I was misguided. Let me get into this and we can talk about it. So it says a major problem with how food donation currently works in the U.S. is that a lot of calories in those boxes and bags come from items that aren't particularly healthy, such as packaged snacks. This arrangement is troubling in part because of the high rates of nutrition-related illnesses, such as heart disease and diabetes, or as my grandma would say, diabetes, among low-income people who rely on donated food. As a result, food banks and pantries around the country have been trying to boost the nutritional value of the food they give away. Their clients are going home with more leafy greens and less processed cheese. That shift affects millions of people. About one in five Americans obtained food at no cost from a food bank, food pantry, or similar program in 2020. Providing healthier food may sound like a worthy goal. But what happens if the people receiving it lack the ability to prepare, say, acorn squash? What if they would prefer more boxes of mac and cheese rather than a hard-to-slice winter vegetable that has mild, buttery taste when roasted in a hot oven? What if someone sees an acorn squash not as something to eat, but as a, as a fall-themed decorative item? Come on, folks. Acorn squash is delicious. That's from Jack right there. It's, it's good stuff. Anyway, 
As a dietitian who studies food insecurity and an environmental studies scholar who examines food-based inequalities, we have researched what we are calling an acorn squash problem. It happens when certain foods are given to people who don't like them or can't cook them. We've identified eight main reasons donated food can be undesirable. If someone visiting a food pantry would say yes to all eight of these questions, the food may go to waste. Number one is, is this edible? <laughs> Number two is, is it something I want to eat? Number three is, would I know how to cook this? Number four, do I have the tools required? Number five, can I store it safely until I'm ready? Number six, do I have the time to prepare something with this ingredient? Number seven, do I have time to consume it? <clears throat> Number eight, will I be able to get all this food home? Researchers have found that people are about half as likely to eat the turnips, beets, and other root vegetables they get from food banks as more familiar and more easily prepared veggies. If donated food goes to waste, it isn't helping people get enough to eat, undercutting its entire purpose. The government provides much of this food, but individuals, nonprofits, restaurants, and grocery stores also contribute. All told, these donations add up to about 6.6 .6 billion meals a year. But how high is the quality of all this donated food and how much is actually eaten? Some food banks and food pantries are making changes to ensure that the people who visit them leave with items they will eat. They're distributing cookbooks, making recipe apps available, and offering cooking classes. And some let people make choices when they obtain free food instead of receiving an already packaged selection. But it remains to be seen whether these efforts can resolve the acorn squash problem. End of story. So I think that's actually kind of cool. So we see a, what I feel shouldn't really be a problem, but I get it, you know, after reading some of those reasons. for So first of all, <clears throat> if you have somebody who comes to a pantry and you give them some stuff and their first question is if the, the stuff you're giving them is edible, well, there needs to be some sort of education and process there. And then part two is, well, how do you make it into something edible? You know, that's probably important. So, you know, and on top of that, there was another one here. Uh, do I have time to consume it and do I have time to prepare it? Um, those are legitimate questions, especially if a person is putting in effort and working. Uh, if, you know, there there's a lot of jobs out here that are hard, you know, and require quite a few hours in each day. And the last thing you want to do is spend three hours in the kitchen cooking up something that you don't even know how it's going to taste or if you're going to like it and it can be frustrating. So why make their lives more miserable? So I get it. And I think the, you know, what they're trying to do by providing cookbooks and even cooking classes in some cases is awesome. That's, that's great. And, you know, I, th I don't foresee, you know, the issue of, you know, hungry Americans going anywhere anytime soon. So I think it's important that we, you know, continue to dig into this and it's awesome. And if you're not helping with a pantry or volunteering somewhere like that, see if you got the time, see if you have the time to help others out because there's a lot of people out there who, you know, need that assistance and you don't really know how appreciated your help is and how much your free time is until you actually give it to somebody. All right, so scripture, Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Those are pretty, uh, pretty true uh, words there, since, I mean, here in America, I mean, goodness, how many other countries are there that, you know, ensure, you know, people have food? I mean, where we came from in Maryland, 
you could almost within a 20 or 30 mile radius go to a food bank or a pantry every single day of the week. I mean, it was, you know, crazy, but it was possible for people to get food. And I understand rural areas in this country don't have that luxury, but most places do have some sort of program or something set up to make sure people don't starve. So we are very blessed and fortunate and our needs are provided for. So pray with me all. Father God, thank you for all the blessings we've received. Those of us who are fortunate to live in the modern world have access to so much that we sometimes forget that it is you who provides for all our needs. Or worse, forget exactly what needs truly are. Thank you for providing for us. I pray that those who are in need look to you for help. And I ask that all of us rely on you each day for guidance and following your will. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.